This weekly series was designed to allow traders to gain consistency, confidence, and clarity by following these trading strategies as they unfold each week in the varying market conditions according to their respective guidelines. For more than a decade, John Locke has been there consistently demonstrating profitable, high-probability trading strategies that take advantage of the volatility of the Russell 2000 and the Standard & Poor's 500 indexes. Isn't it great when you find someone who you know will always be there for you, to keep you on track through the good times as well as the bad, someone who you can trust? Welcome to the Options Trading for Income weekly webinar. Now, let's trade. Welcome, everybody, to Options Trading for Income for July 29th, 2019, episode 734. We have our open house this week for our new members for August, as well as uh, some prospective members that are thinking of joining the community as well. So before we get going, let's uh, just remind you that this presentation is for educational purposes only. We're not broker-dealers or financial advisors, and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial, and make sure you are aware, aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that the trades in the presentation are hypothetical computer-simulated trades and or results. They are believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but live results can vary for many, many different reasons. So we make sure you keep that in mind. So for the people who are new joining us, this Options Trading for Income presentation is given Monday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Uh, also, for our Market Outlook members, we do a comprehensive Market Outlook to see how the market conditions are likely to affect our income positions for the upcoming week and help our more subjective traders make smarter market decisions with their positions. We do that Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. As for happenings within the community this week, we have our trading performance presentation is going to be Wednesday, July 31st. So that's this Wednesday. That's going to be at 1 p.m. Eastern. Also for everybody, please watch out for our trading performance podcast. We'll be starting that in August. So that's going to be an audio presentation we'll be doing in August. Our next trading with the pros members for our pro subscribers is going to be Wednesday, August 7th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Our next Go Ask a Trader session for both Go and Pro members is going to be Wednesday, August 14th at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And again, for both those sessions, please make sure you go to the forums and get your questions in so that we can address any concerns that you may have as efficiently and quickly and effectively as possible. For those of you who are still considering our Go and Pro membership, our enrollment is open for only another 48 hours. If you have not yet signed up, you've missed some of the bonuses, but we still have two bonuses left, and that's going to be access to the trading performance session that we're doing this Wednesday, if you sign up before then, and also access to how to build winning trade plans. I just re-watched this session for myself. It's a past enriching session that we had. It is, uh, it is fantastic. So uh, that's going to be a bonus for new subscribers coming in for the August session. Also, for everybody here, Sherry is diligently working on guides for each of these stages, written guides, and so that'll be coming soon. If you come in here and you let us know what stage you're in within our trading success blueprint, then we will eventually <laughs> get you the guide. We have some of them. Uh, we're starting with stage one, and we're going to then stage two, stage three. I think I believe stage one may be completed, but uh, but the other ones will be completed shortly, and we'll share those guides with you when they are done. So make sure you gauge your stage and let us know where you're at. That's going to help us 
get you through the stages and get you successful as quickly and efficiently as possible. Now, I know everybody's not aware, but I've been doing something called the winning trade for, I don't know, three months now, I think. And it's we it's a public presentation, and obviously anyone here is free or to join that. We encourage you to join that with us, which we'll go over one of our strategies that we've recently been through. And that's going to be at thewinningtrade.com. All right, so our monthly trade schedule for these webinars is uh, here. These are the strategies that we are covering. Uh, for the month of July, we're doing entries in the bull, which we've already done. We have one, an M3.4U entry coming up today. We did a rock entry earlier, and we did an X4 version 14 entry earlier. For August, we have the bear trade coming up, the V32, an M3, a classic, and, and an unbalanced butterfly. We encourage you to focus on, in this webinar, only the trades that are appropriate for your stage. So we want to make sure that uh, nobody gets overwhelmed here. And you know, if you're a beginner, if you're a stage one trader, then we encourage you to focus solely on the bull trade. As you get into stage two trader, uh, you know, we have the Super Bowl, the Unbalanced Butterfly one, the bear, you should all understand and be able to comprehend those. When we get into stage three, we're looking at the M3.4U, the V32, the version 14, and the version 17. And when we get to stage four, then we start looking at the, the M3, the bearish butterfly, the rock, and the version 22. It should be able to understand everything in there. So just a, a little helpful information on what to focus on so that uh, nobody gets overwhelmed. So this month, our carryover positions from June are a, were a July rock, which is already closed at 12.1% profit, an August bull trade, which we closed at an 8.9% profit. Open carryover positions are an August bearish butterfly, an August M3, an August version 17. And our entries for July, which have already been entered, the bull, the rock, and the X4 version 14. These were the entry dates. And today we'll be going over what an entry would look like for an M3.4U trade in the presentation. If you have any questions, feel free to type them into the questions pane during the live webinar. We'll answer them as we have time and they're appropriate for this setting. If not, we'll tell you where to ask the questions so you can get your answers that you need. All right, let's uh, let's move forward here. Let's get rocking and rolling. So the strategy that we're going to look at first is going to be the August bearish butterfly. And this position here is uh, two-thirds scaled in. It's been relatively inactive much of the month, and we're sitting here at 25 days to expiration. We're up uh, $11,430, which is going to represent about a 21-22% gain on uh, on our planned capital. Now, <laughs> this is where a week like this is where where the market rips your heart out in, in, a, in a high gamma trade. Uh, this has a profit target of $15,000. It has a reduced profit target, 21 days to expiration of $5,000, looking like it's doing really well. Okay, again, our subjective traders may do something here, but by the guidelines, we wouldn't do anything. Everything's looking uh, perfectly fine in this position. This is what we look like on an analytical chart. Everything's going really well. Matter of fact, if we got a bit of a down move here and we sat for a few days, then we may even uh, hit our profit target. I think we'll see this on Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, I, okay, we had an up move on Tuesday. 
Um, and then we had a bigger up move on Wednesday. So we've gone from, by the time we hit Wednesday here, we've gone from being up about $11,000, uh, only up to being up about 3300 now, one of the things with the bearish butterfly is, is it has uh, add-in points. So this was started at 1530. Uh, with our short strikes at 1530, that was actually the entry position, I believe, in the trade. If we look at our trade log here, we entered this on the 21st of June. We added in on the 3rd of July. And that all, we, all we've done is sit in the position. Um, we had an add point of 1570. We have another add point at 1590. And we never did exceed the 1590 enough to get scaled in here. And this is the position basically we've been sitting in. We also have delta theta ratios that we deal with. And we've exceeded a delta theta ratio with this 24 point up move being 23 days to expiration. So what we are going to want to do here is do a roll. It's called a delta theta roll within the program. We're simply going to sell off these butterflies here and roll them up into this position at 1570. We still have an add point if we get over, uh, if we're over 1590 at our checkpoint time. That add point is still there, at which case we'll be adding uh, butterflies at the money if we're not in expiration guidelines yet. So anyway, this is the move that we would make. This brings our theta up to 740. It cuts our delta down to 271. And it brings us, whoops, I guess that's not right. I missed something, minus 10. So it brings our delta down to minus 239 and brings our theta up to uh, 979 and it puts us in a position if, if i can get all my ducks in a row here hold on a second i got something going on minus 10 minus 10 plus 20 plus 10 that's better that's better. So uh, that's better here. I apologize for that. That's our new position. That's our new position. So we've brought our theta up to, this looks more and more uh, normal, up to 400 and our delta down to minus 376. So now we're within 1.5 to 1, which is our maximum ratio. And I'm going to go ahead and convert that. Fix our T log here. And now we're up 3,100. What a position looks like this. Coming to Thursday. And again, one day before our exit with this down move, we would, uh, if this was 21 days to expiration, we're over our $5,000 profit target that would be 21 days to expiration, but we're not there yet, okay? Uh, we go Friday, we get an up move. That's going to draw us back down to 34.90. Our delta theta ratio is fine, but we are 21 days to expiration. 
So being 21 days to expiration, then, and this is where, you know, the bearish butterfly is, is actually very rule-based until we get into expiration guidelines. As soon as we hit 21 days to expiration guidelines, our objective in a bearish butterfly is to get a 10% profit and get out. We don't generally like to deal with the gamma coming into expiration in this type of a position, but um, we will chase it as long as we have to, to get that $5,000 by the guidelines. Now here, generally we like to see our delta number around minus 250 when we're in expiration guidelines. Again, when we're just 21 days to expiration, this is where the subjectivity within the strategy itself comes in. If we went into full expiration guidelines, we'd cut this down to somewhere near uh, closer to 250. And so let's do that. So I'm going to come in here and I'm going to add my last third in in an attempt to get my delta down. However, it doesn't really help. That's because this butterfly at 1590 right now is actually about flat delta. There's really no delta with it, but it does really kick my theta number up a lot. If I want to get my delta down, I'm going to have to start pulling out some of these lower butterflies. And I'm just going to take a look at five of them for now, see what that gives us. That cuts us to about 273. That's a little bit closer to 250. So what we're doing here is we're getting our delta maybe a little bit flatter. We are uh, kicking our theta numbers up a little bit. And we're putting ourselves in a position that looks like this. So I would do that. If we get a volatility relief or a bit of a down move, it's not going to take a lot to get us up over $5,000 here. So during the week this week, we're just looking for an opportunity to exit this if the market's relatively stagnant or if it creeps up a little bit. And we're essentially going to hold this uh, delta number near 250 towards the end of the day. And we'll see, uh, see if we can get that money and get out of this position and move on to the next month. So let me add this in here. And that is the bearish butterfly for uh, for August. That's how we're doing there. So we're doing all right. There's a good chance, like I said, we're gonna hit that 5,000. Let's move on. We have our August M3 position, which has been doing quite well. The, um, remember the, the, the July position hit profit target uh, fairly early. We ended up closing it out. This, uh, this August position here is, you know, as of the end of day here on Monday, we're up about 3,700. We have a profit target of 5,000. This is what the position currently looks like here. So nice looking, uh, really nice looking trade actually. So coming into Tuesday, we get a bit of a pull down, but we don't hit any uh, any adjustment points. Notice that we have a pretty big increase in, in uh, negative delta here, which is just representative of volatility skew change, right? An implied volatility skew difference. Um, anyway, this is what our position looks like on Tuesday. Have our large move up here on Wednesday. And this position has a maximum negative delta of minus 50. 
if we're outside the tent, we're clearly outside the tent on the position here. So this would uh, require an adjustment. Now within the M3 program, there are multiple ways that we could adjust this. We could adjust this by moving shorts forward. We could adjust it by moving longs back. We could adjust it by doing a combination of moving shorts forward and moving longs along higher. So what I'm going to do here is, well notice first of all, we're, we're getting near our profit target number here. We're about $4,100 uh, $4, on a $5,000 profit target. All this is gonna take is just for the market to be calm for a little bit to do that. If I wanna try and maximize my, uh, my theta here, to possibly get up money as quickly as possible. You know, one of the things I can do, uh, especially as we, as we start to get closer to expiration, then if I can get a higher theta number, a lot of times I can I can get out of the trade more quickly if I, if I'm, especially if I'm inspecting an applied volatility drop, if I crank my theta numbers up a little bit. And I could do that by rolling this out and rolling these forward. And I cut myself down, you know, somewhere here, along here. I might even go a little bit more here. Let me see, minus 10. Cut this to something like half a maximum is 50 at this point, right? So I cut this to half a maximum and go minus 11. So that's one adjustment that I could make here. This is gonna give me, if the market decides to stall, and do nothing, it's probably gonna give me the fastest route to my profit target number. It's gonna make me more volatility sensitive to a down move, and it's gonna make me a little bit more sensitive to a really uh, large, fast up move. So I could do that. I could also just cut this back by pulling these back, which is a more simple adjustment. If I wanted to go more drastic, I could go here. That brings me flat. And assuming my Vega number is good, this would be okay. What the benefit here is I take away, like if I'm trying not to lose money, then I might go a little bit more towards something like this. Right, I, give, I have more in the green, you can see I have more downside room. I have less consequences if I get some sort of an explosive upside move. And uh, if I, can I get the original position? Yeah, and the you know these are the three versions of, of what we could do. So let me close this off. Um, so that's subjectivity within the, within the rule set, and you'll find that most strategies will have some subjectivity within the, within the rule set. As in, you know, how far do you actually correct the delta number? You know, do you go from negative to positive delta? I mean, you have that all cut, and exactly how do we correct that delta is uh, a different variations you can find in different rule sets. So here what I would prefer to, uh, of course I could also just do this, plus 10 and, uh, and minus 10. That here gives me a, um, a minus 34 delta number. So that uh, gives us a position that looks like that. And that's perfectly fine as well. Uh, let's do this, let's roll these to here and let's take this 
and bring it back up here. And that's going to give us about minus 17. I like that number. And position looks like this. And we will convert that. And this is our plan. Like I said, this would be the preferred plan if you had an opinion on whether or not the market was going to be relatively stagnant or, or, or was going to move a lot. And I'll put this in here. I'm just going to skip forward to Thursday. Unfortunately, we got a fairly hard down move on Thursday, but um, didn't affect us too badly here. We lost, I think, $600 in profit and loss, and we're positive 27 delta. There really isn't any sort of an adjustment that's required here. Uh, yeah, so comment the last looks better. Yeah, so um, anyway, the um, this here we are at uh, $3,500 profit. Then if we come into Friday here, we get this bounce of 19. We are up 43.66. We have minus 20 delta. And this is what our position looks like. And that is going to be what we're going to do for the M3. And basically, we're looking for a $5,000 profit target number and to exit this as well. So if the market is stagnant at all, very good possibility this bearish butterfly and the M3 are going to come in quite nicely this particular month. So let's take a look here at our August rock position and how that's doing. So this is what we had on for an August rock position as of last Monday, it looks like an M3 because, well, the rock position with certain volatility skew profiles starts out as an M3. And that's what we did here. And as of Monday, this is what our position looked like. If I move forward into Tuesday, we had an up move. Uh, we have basically the same adjustment parameters as an M3 here, although we tend to be a little bit more loose with them in a rock trade because we know if we have to convert into a rock trade, then, uh, well, first of all, we know we're in an M3 position because the market tends is a little bit choppy. And also, um, we know that if we have to convert into a rock trade, we can really bring back losses fairly quickly. So if we happen to have them. So we, we tend to keep the adjustment limits so just maybe a little bit more loose than a standard M3 trade. Okay, we have our 24-point up move here on Wednesday. We're minus 73 delta. It's not necessary to do anything with this in a rock trade position because we will allow uh, up to minus 100 in a rock trade position, but we're also allowed to do it. So, you know, as we get into these stage four trades, right, you'll notice our stage one trades are very rule-defined, stage two, two trades are very rule-defined, and the stage three three trades are also um, very rule defined, but we get into stage four trades, we do uh, allow some sort of subjectivity within rule set. And this is an example of that. Um, generally, I'm going to be looking to cut my delta down here, especially up near my long strike, knowing my volatility is a little high and knowing I'm 20 days, three days to expiration. But I'm probably not gonna do it as much as I would normally do an M3 trade. In other words, cutting it back to 48, 
is perfectly fine in something like this and let it go. So I'm going to convert that. And let me add this in here. And now I am minus 47. Everything looks good here. I have a possible rock conversion. We got up over uh, 1,600, which isn't the case here. We're only at 1,579. So we, we wouldn't even consider, I'm sorry, we wouldn't even consider going into a rock trade unless we're over 1,590, not 1,600, over 1,590, uh, which isn't the case yet. So this is our position there, Thursday. We have the pull down, um, no, uh, no triggers for any adjustments. This is what our position looks like on Thursday and then Friday. We're back up 19, we're minus 54. I'd probably leave this in a rock trade. In an M3, I would be adjusting this standard M3, but an M3 rock trade, uh, we would leave this alone looking like this. We'll see what comes to pass today. It's very likely if we get an up move or if we don't, if we do not get a down move, it's very likely we'll be, be adjusting this up today. Um, but that's what we look like in our rock position. So uh, as of Friday, and let's see, the remainder of our trades, we have a September bull trade on. So let's quickly take a look at that. This is a position, if anybody doesn't know, it's very simple. It's just a simple bullish vertical, and it has our it has no exit criteria other than maximum loss, which in this case is going to be about $2,500. We take a look at this position here. It's currently up what, about $1,200. Really wouldn't run into a problem unless the market got down into the range of about 1480 which I'm really not expecting so that is uh, that's our bull trades going well for September let's take a look at our uh, x4 trades and an m3.4u entry so as of let's see we have an x4 version 17 so let me just switch to that so the x4 version 17 is a bullishly postured broken wing butterfly strategy and it's very aggressive bullishly. And this particular position was entered on May 31st. It's gonna be exited when, I'll see, this is August. So it's gonna be exited when October is 77 days to expiration. It's had one adjustment since entry. And we're sitting here up $300, has a planned capital of $35,000. So it's up about 10% on its planned capital as of Thursday. There have been no adjustments to till uh, till this point uh, for the week. And if we go into Friday here, this position is actually negative delta. This does allow an adjustment here. If I go negative delta, that adjustment would be to uh, just roll these back some. That would put me positive one delta. That would put me at a capital level of about 20, uh, well, about $26,000, $27,000.
it makes a difference in the potential gain of the trade of only about $50. I'm gonna tend not to do that, right? So, you know, by guidelines, we're gonna roll this up, but the only, these, the guidelines in this ha trade have almost no subjectivity. They're very, very small, but we do allow a little bit of latitude here where we say, is it really worth the $50 to take on the extra downside risk should the market come back? Or am I better off to leave it alone? I mean, I'm just barely over my uh, my trigger here. Realistically, what I'd be looking for to actually make an upside adjustment on this is for the market to pull back a little bit and for me to have a nice kick of negative delta and then to do that. Other, otherwise, I'm probably just gonna leave this alone. And I'm gonna do that here. I'm just gonna leave this alone. Even though we're slightly, slightly uh, negative delta here, I think it's best just to leave it alone. Um, and not take on that extra downside risk. There's really no reason to do that. As a matter of fact, I'd even be interested in exiting the position here. But um, we are actually going to plan to exit this this Friday anyway. This Friday anyway, uh, by time, because that's the time exit we have. So that's the version uh, 17 for August that we're covering. Really nothing happening there. And then we have an X4 version 14. And that's going to be here. That's going to be a September expiration. It was entered in July. So this position here, it looks similar to a 17, but it's actually quite different. Our adjustment strategy, our entry is different. Uh, our downside allocations are different. Our capital level is different. Our capital level is only 22.5 in this position. It's more heavily put protected. It's adjusted up a little bit. It's adjusted up much less aggressively than a version 17. So there were no adjustments here either uh, to the downside. I think uh, Thursday was. There's no adjustments required here. I'm just going to go to Thursday with the down move to see if there was anything. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, no, nothing here. Uh, basically, we're going to adjust down if we get a $5,000 drawdown with a 100-point move, which we don't have anywhere near that. We're not going to adjust up unless we're negative delta and we're 30 points over the long strike or we're, or we're minus 15 delta. So, I mean, we don't run anywhere near any of those levels here. And then on Friday... We're still not anywhere near any of those levels. So nothing to do here on the version 14. This trade here was entered and has had no adjustments since entry. And that's looking pretty good. And last but not least, we have M3.4U entry, which is going to be on the Russell. And let me go to the right account. And it's gonna be start a new trade and that's gonna be on Friday. So with this position here, I'm going to do it as a two lot. A two lot M3.4U is gonna have a planned capital of $5,000. You can do this strategy with a $2,500 trade position. Uh, if you do that, you would use five point strikes. Uh, I don't like to put five point strikes in on the demonstrations, primarily, primarily because they are, uh, tightens out our chart and it's just a lot more complicated to, to look at because you can't get the, all the strikes in the same, you can't view all the strikes in the same place and everything like that. So um, 
so I'm just going to do this here. So my in 3.4U is going to start at short strikes of 15.60, and that's going to do minus four. And I'm going to go 60 points down. One, two. Put two there and do 40 points up. Put two there. I have to be within, let's see, a, a size, I have to do calculations in my head, that's always dangerous, but uh, trade this size, I have to be within minus 30 and plus 40 delta. Uh, I'm in that range. So this would be an entry. So we convert that, commit that. That's gonna be our September expiration 2019. So no modifications had to be made to entry due to due to delta uh, issues, and that is um, that's it. That's it. That was the entry. So nothing else has happened, obviously. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll track this going forward. So when when would I adjust down? What are the general downside adjustments? Generally, uh, in this, we're allowing positive two per contract in the delta to make a downside adjustment, okay? Um, that, would, that, would, that, would, that would trigger off an adjustment to the downside. So there's no, it's not like an M3 where, um, not like an M3 where we, we're gonna roll with the short strikes. We don't really pay attention to that. Um, so delta between minus three and four, not 30 and 40. Well, remember the contract size. I'm in a contract size of two. Right, so um, so that being the case, you know your delta numbers are going to be a lot smaller. So as we had, as we have to calculate for for delta adjustments. So if this was a 10 lot, for example, then we'd have plus 20 minus 15, but at a two lot, it's going to be plus four minus three. All right, so it's just a matter of calculating differently. And this is because I wanted to show a small trade for you know uh, coming into stage three. We generally want people to trade smaller size. You know, I don't want to be showing a $50,000 or $25,000 trade here. This is a nice $5,000 maximum capital position. Uh, 200, and, I'm sorry, $500 maximum loss. If you do a one lot, it's a $250 maximum loss. And we don't have a profit target, but we can generally expect to make uh, on this, uh, you know, 10% of our planned capital, which in this case is going to be um, 500 bucks uh, on, on a trade this size. Okay, so uh, that is all the positions we have on at the moment, and we've entered everything we need to enter. So uh, you know, thank you for joining me here. It doesn't look like we have any additional questions. Uh, if you're considering membership, again, we have 48 hours for you to get in, and you can get the, uh, the two bonuses that we have left over. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. And other than that, uh, trade well, everybody, and uh, looking forward to another exciting week in the market. Thanks, and we'll talk to you next week.